Hello and welcome back if you've been hanging out for a while. Um, if you're new here, welcome to my cracked out, unhinged train wreck of a podcast called Un- Comfortably Unconventional. I'm your host, Lena Caroline. I'm so ready for this episode. I have my coffee. I cleaned up the back a little bit. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it looks nice. I it was a shit show last episode, but I cleaned it up. I have some like ambiance going back here. Got my little fall scene. So speaking of which, what I wanted to actually talk about today uh, is something that, you know, not only affects me, but affects probably millions of other people. And it's something that my dad likes to call the winter blues. So the weather's getting colder now. We're kind of winding down towards winter. And maybe some of y'all already got some snow. And when you're dealing with um, the winter blues, or I think more modernly referred to as seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder, sad. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but when you're dealing with that, you know, it's around this time of the year that you start to feel it because it's not summertime anymore. It's not really those warmer, nice beginning of fall days. Um, it's starting to cool off and that means that maybe you're wanting to go outside a lot less than you would in the summer or the spring. Um, Like with me, when the weather starts getting like this, all I want to do is stay in the warmest place possible. I don't mind the snow, okay? And even when it comes to doing like winter sports, like skiing or ice skating, if I like have the stuff to like be bundled up good, I I guess I don't mind it. But when I have to like get up and walk out and brush my car at 6 a.m. in freezing temperatures and I'm not in a snowsuit, I hate it. I hate it. Okay? And there has been many times that, yes, I have thought to myself that maybe I shouldn't live in a place where there's winters, especially winters like the place where I grew up. I grew up in arguably probably one of the snowiest places in North America. One of them, for sure. Um, Where you're getting like feet and feet and feet of snow. Snow banks that like are the size of houses. I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. Like tons of snow. And you know, in the beginning of winter, I feel like it snows and you're like, tis the season to be jolly and you want to decorate and you want to like go outside and build snowmen and, you know, live your winter wonderland dream. And then 
for me, what would happen is we would hit around January, start getting some nasty snowstorms, and I was like, I'm ready for this to be done. And it wasn't even close to done. Winters where I grew up lasted well into April, if not sometimes into May. <laughs> um, so it was around that time that I feel like I would really, 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 really struggle with like um, just feeling kind of under the weather or dealing with those winter blues, as my dad would call it, or um, seasonal depression. Because basically what happens is you... It's pretty straightforward. Um, It's like, you know, where I grew up in like that whole general area, most of the residents had vitamin D deficiencies because when it hit around this time of year it just it gets cloudy all the time and you rarely see sun like very rarely um and because of just that sudden like you're not getting sun anymore and you're not wanting to go outside that much anymore either you are not naturally um absorbing vitamin D like you would usually, which can cause a, you know, significant drop in your mood. And if you're somebody that is like already dealing with depression on its own or, you know, other mental health problems, like having this issue can make it even worse. So, I guess I wanted to talk about it. And, you know, can I say that I've necessarily gotten through a winter successfully without feeling really fucking depressed? No. But, well, let's just say it's been a couple years since I have, I feel like. Um... And, you know, I'm even someone that, like I said, like, likes to do outdoor sports. I love to ski. I love to ice skate. I love to snowshoe. Like, I love all that stuff. And the, you know, this time of year with the holidays and everything is usually one of my favorite times of the year. Um, But then, you know, kind of dealing with the low moods makes it harder and makes it less enjoyable. So I'm just gonna like go over some tips and tricks that aren't necessarily even just from like my experience, but they're um, things that my friends and family have also like recommended to me and said have been effective. Um, I'm sorry, I really need to drink something. I put a little too much creamer in my coffee. So, the most obvious thing that you can do to help you is, you know, take a vitamin D supplement, okay? You want to try and balance out um, what your body is lacking to kind of naturally elevate your mood again. So, 
you know, you can buy your multivitamins, you know, your gummies that um, have vitamin D in them. They don't all have vitamin D in them, though. I would definitely read um, the label and try to purchase one that has it. Um, that's an easy way to, or you can directly buy the vitamin D supplement, and um, you can get them at Walmart for, like, I don't even know what they're priced at right now, but I really don't think they're terribly expensive, especially just to get the little green and yellow bottle of vitamin D supplement. It's not too bad. Um, the only problem that I've struggled with with that is um, I still have yet to find a way to take my supplements or you know, any medications I'm taking successfully long-term because I take them for a solid week and then I start to forget and it's over after that. Um, I've tried a, <laughs> I've tried like one of those like pill boxes and everything. Um, nothing's really been effective for me yet. I'm just that forgetful. Like I said, Dory, that's me. I'm forgetful about things like that, and it, it's a work in progress. But if you are a person that is good with consistency and uh, routine and taking your your vitamins, uh, vitamin D is a really good way to kind of improve that situation. My friend also um, recommended a... Um, I'm blanking right now. One of those lamps that basically it mimics sunlight. And she said that what she would do when, you know, it got dark and cold and um, well into winter and she really started to feel the effects of the winter blues, she would just go and try to spend 30 minutes under the light. Um, read a book, whatever. Do something. But all she did, it was like a big lamp that kind of like hung over her couch and she would just sit under it read a book and she said it helped a lot like she there was a noticeable difference that might be a little more of an expensive option i'm not sure how much they are you can probably get them on amazon for not a terrible price um excuse me so I'm sorry, I'm sucking down this coffee right now. I have to go work after this. I have to go work a 12-hour midnight shift, and I'm I'm thriving. Okay. Now, don't take this the wrong way. Because this isn't, this isn't a joke, and it's not necessarily a joking matter when it happens in a bad way. You know, if somebody's if somebody's gaslighting you, stick with me here. If someone's gaslighting you, run. But there are ways that gaslighting yourself can be useful. And gaslighting probably isn't the right term. What I'm talking about here is, you know, not like that dude that you like that isn't texting you back and you're gaslighting yourself into believing you guys are going to end up together. Um, I'm talking about, like, 
gaslighting yourself when you are chronically depressed and you need motivation. When you are depressed, I feel like it it feels like you're it's kind of like you're in your own bubble. Um and everything around you is void. It's void of color. It's void of enjoyment. It's, you know, it. you lack inspiration to really do anything and you just, it, it's like you are just existing. That's it. And, you know, sometimes I need to gaslight myself <laughs> into doing things because like, like, for example, I hate going out around people. Like, genuinely. Grocery shopping? My worst fucking nightmare. When I have to go out in public and grocery shop and, you know, this is no offense to the people, but when I have to go out and grocery shop and people, for example, Walmart or a grocery store or, you know, wherever you shop for your food, there's there's people there. And the, the grocery places where I live, unfortunately, are, like, always fucking busy. They're always busy, except for late at night. And and that's it. That's it, because there's a huge elderly um, population here, so at fucking 7 a.m. or whenever, 6.30 a.m., when the store opens, everybody 60-plus is in the fucking grocery store. There is no reprieve. No reprieve. And the bad thing about that is you go into the grocery store, people stare at you. People run into you or brush against you. Ugh. Ugh. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. I'm a healthcare worker, okay? I help people. I do not hate people. But don't fucking touch me when I'm trying to get my Kraft mac and cheese, dude. Just... Go around me. Like, why do you have to be so close to me? It bothers me. It bothers me when people brush against me at the grocery store. Um, I don't know what this is, and I really don't want to think about it too much, but I just get really overstimulated in places like that. I'm hearing everyone else's conversations. I'm... I feel like a robot. Like, I'm on autopilot. I'm not in the moment. There is always one person that is in front of me that is walking point zero 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 one miles per hour. And I am... I'm gassing it when I'm in the grocery store and I got my cart. I'm a fast walker. Sometimes when when I'm grocery shopping or when I'm in like obvious like situations that like kind of stress me out, when I'm kind of put in a fight or flight at a f- fucking local Walmart, <laughs> I walk fast because I want to get that shit over with. I want it done. So, like, I th- th- I really went on a rabbit trail here, but 
I hate going into public places. I hate it. Um, and unfortunately, part of uh, being a human, being an adult, is you have to go grocery shopping. I can't door dash all my groceries. I'm not doing that. So I have to go grocery shopping. I have to go to class. I have to go to work. I have to get the stuff done that I need to get done. And I have a tendency to procrastinate things. Oh, you have to go to the post office. Biggest fucking deal in the world to me. Biggest deal in the world to me. I I can handle... I can handle someone hemorrhaging. Hemorrhaging in front of me. And I'm, I'm with it. I'm in it. I'm helping that person. Tell me I gotta go to the U.S. Postal Office on a Wednesday? Meltdown. Meltdown. I procrastinate that shit for weeks. And it gets you in trouble. Okay? Because if you're not being timely and, you know, using time management to get tasks done when you should be getting them done, you end up regretting it. Uh, it can cost you and it, it, it genuinely like bites you in the ass at some point in, in time. So I'm talking about here is the art of gaslighting. The art of romanticizing. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, um, you know, that you're going to be able to romanticize every single portion of your life. Some shit just sucks, dude. <laughs> when you get called into work and you're tired and you don't want to go to work, uh, that just sucks. I don't even try to romanticize that. I got my RBF on all the way, whole time. Sometimes that's life, but there's other things that you can romanticize to kind of, sometimes I feel like it pulls me out of that cycle of like, I want to lay in bed and rot and not do anything ever again. So, you know... One way you can do that is, um, you know, like, I was talking to my friend about this. Like, you have to prepare yourself. If you know that you get the winter blues, start preparing yourself early on. That's what I'm starting to do. I mean, I'm getting, like, I don't take my vitamin D, but I take my, you know, I get a tea that is energizing and uplifting. I really like tea during, especially during the winter time, who doesn't like to sit down with a nice hot cup of tea and read a book? Um, some people hate tea, but I don't. I like doing that. So that's one thing that I do. Um, I also might um, watch some like really stupid Hallmark romance movies okay they're stupid i know they're stupid but it's funny and movies that are like christmasy or wintry that kind of romanticize the winter landscape 
make you feel better about it, okay? Because it's so easy if you know it's the winter that makes you feel more depressed to attach every, like, a bunch of negative connotations to it. And that's not really helping your situation, let's be real. Um, another thing that I would recommend doing is, it's it sucks. And I, oh my god. Give me one good reason someone's vehicle has to be that loud. Give me one good reason. Get your fucking muffler fixed. Okay? I'm on one right now. I am like a crab. I'm a crabby ass old woman. That's all I am. Don't expect anything more. Don't expect anything less. I'm just a crabby old ass woman in a 22 year old's body. (sighs) Anyway. I like watching those dumb old movies. Or, you know, there's some good winter movies um, that kind of make me feel that, like, Christmassy magical feeling. Uh, like Narnia. Narnia? Narnia is so good. I actually haven't watched it in a long time. I should rewatch it. That movie gets me in the winter mood, and it's nostalgic. Um, I feel like I kind of skipped over something. <sighs> right, right, right. And I was talking about, um, I was just going to talk about, like, taking a walk. Okay. This, this is a hard one for me. This is a hard one for me. And it's stupid and it shouldn't be, like, so hard, but... You know, if you get it, you get it. Sometimes, and this is like my parents have really like said this to me a lot. Even if you throw your jacket and your boots on, you like you don't have to get all bundled up and you just get up and go for a walk down your driveway and back. Or just a walk around the block and then go back inside again. You will feel better than if you don't do anything at all. Just walk down the street and back. Guys, with things like this and with like mental health issues, the worst thing you can do for yourself when you're in a rut is create these ginormous expectations of yourself When you're struggling to do the bare minimum, and I know I've touched on this before, when this shit starts piling up and you feel everything on your shoulders and it's just pressing you down more and more and more, the worst thing you can do is think about everything. And a lot of times we're told, look at the, you gotta look at the big picture, you gotta look at the long term. Look at the long term this way. Stop piling all the shit you need to do onto yourself at once. The biggest thing that I have used to pull me out of my worst depressive episodes, the ones that feel like they're never going to end, is one small task. One small walk. Do one load of laundry. 
get up and take a shower. Get up and just do a face mask. Start small. And it seems like it's almost innate for us. You know, once we start moving, we stay in motion, right? Once you take the first step, the next one just gets easier and easier and easier. And the next thing you know, you're functioning again. It's not that simple. But at the same time, it kind of just happens without you realizing it. Um, you guys, if I could tell you where I was mentally one year ago... I was in probably one of the worst depressions of my life. I was unemployed. No, like, idea what I was going to do with my future. No, like, career path. Um, I was no longer engaging in my hobbies. Um, like, I laid in bed. That's about what I did, and that's what I did through most of the winter, and I, oh my god, <laughs> I'm not going to cry right now, I promise. No tears here. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. And it went on for months. And like, when you're in a really bad depressed, like de depressive episode, you time does not exist anymore. You know, because like in especially in that spot that you get in where you're like, you basically you isolate yourself from everyone. You maybe don't have a job. Maybe don't have a career path so you really don't have anything going on so time doesn't matter anymore time very rarely matters and every cycle is just like every day is a cycle of the same exact fucking thing I've talked about it a lot on here. I, I've, I've really talked about it a lot. Depression is so fucking scary. It just, it really is. It scares me. And it's, you know, it's been bad to the point where you, you fear the next time that you're going to struggle with it again because you're like, you know, like in my mind, my biggest fear is ending up where I was a year ago again. Like that is the absolute last thing I want to happen to me. I can't let it happen to me again. And it really has a way of sneaking up on you and... In that case, you have to find that balance in between um, 
being kind to yourself but not being too soft with yourself in the sense of like because I remember my mindset when I was in the depressive episode and I was not improving I was like in that mindset really oh it doesn't matter I'll do it tomorrow and then it was the next day and the next day and the next day and I was in bed (laughs) like Which is like crazy to me because I've been in this stage like now and like for the past many months now where like I can't stay in bed and have troubles staying sitting down. Don't know what that is. Maybe I'm just like a normal functioning human being again and you know we're meant to move. We're meant to be busy. We are meant to have positive stimulation as human beings. And when that's not happening, it's it fucks with everything. So, you know, I'm sure now that I've been moving and doing stuff again that I'm I'm just functioning a lot better. That's why it's, you know, easier to function. It's very cyclical. Um So, yeah. It sounds cliche, but when it comes to approaching the winter blues, seasonal depression, seasonal affective disorder, um, you know, dealing with vitamin D deficiency, kind of just dealing with that um, lowered mood, um, it's important to stay moving. It's important to sometimes know when to give yourself a little push um it's important to take your vitamins and drink your water i'm a fucking hypocrite for telling you guys that but it's important and i have gotten way better about drinking water i have my freaking half gallon water bottle now i've I actually talked about it on here before. <laughs> I drink a lot more water than I used to. And I used to get really annoyed because like every fitness or health influencer was like, you got to drink your water if you want clear skin. You have to drink water if you want to lose weight. Guys, it makes a huge difference. It just does. It balances everything out. That is the point of water. And you, I can't even list you all the issues that can occur when your body's um, pH is out, out of balance. And when you're not drinking water and, you know, it's hard on your kidneys. It's, it's hard on all your systems. Your, how your blood cells function even. Down to the blood cells in your vessels. That's how important water is. So make sure you're doing that. Because it does make a difference. And it helps. Um, I don't know man. Sometimes I'm like. I just can't do another winter. But this is my 
you know, where I'm at, there is still cold winters. It's a little better than where I grew up. It's a little milder, but it still gets dark early and, you know, we get snow, we get the bitter cold and we get the three-day snowstorms and, you know, it can be really tough and it can be really depressing. But we'll get through this winter, uh, just like we got through the past ones. Hopefully, um, a little better. I'm my big goal for this winter is to try and like be outdoors a lot more than I have been the past couple of years. Like to kind of reconnect with, you know, I was my mom and dad threw me on the ski hills when I was like seven or eight years old I've been downhill skiing and cross-country skiing for a very long time and it is something that I am decent at and I enjoy so that's something I want to do again I love ice skating I've been ice you know I've been skating since I was five or six I was a figure skater for a while (laughs) I was okay until I hit like 12 and then it got really frustrating for me because um, balance and gracefulness and agility not really my forte okay and then I quit and then I started hockey skating which is more up my alley Uh, but it's a really good form of exercise and for me I will go to a skating rink alone pop my headphones on and just go in circles for hours dude and I will just think about everything and it is such a therapeutic experience for me it is so fun for me to do that and it's good exercise and it gets those endorphins pumping and we need those this winter so that is my two cents to give to you for today. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. You know, I like my themed episodes and I like to pick subjects to talk talk about, but I really do think there's going to be more episodes on this season that I just come on here and shoot the shit with you guys. Like, I just talk about what's going on, what I'm liking, maybe what I'm disliking. I have a couple potential guests possibly coming on at some point. That's really exciting. We'll be shaking things up there. We have some really good topics that we want to share with you guys and discuss with you. Um, So, yeah. I'm really excited. And... Uh, I think that's all I got for now. Um, you know, I was on a a hiatus for a while, but I just want to let you guys know that everything, like all my socials and everything are, um, up and running again. Uh, you can follow the Instagram at comfortably unconventional pod, comfy unconventional pod, I believe. Um, my TikTok is comfortably unconventional. Um, and you can stream 
on basically any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcast. I will also drop those links in the description for you guys um, if you're watching on YouTube. And I appreciate you being here. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye!